What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now today I've got for you a fantastic I don't work here lady story involving Opie and the same Karen in three different parts. Now the beautiful thing about this story is that it starts off with just a Karen being crazy doing normal Karen stuff and as you'll see as it progresses Opie kind of trains or I guess teaches this Karen over three parts how to not be a Karen anymore. It's pretty incredible. Let's get into it. You're not visually impaired, right? Today I went into Asda for a few things milk, bread, and such like when I heard the harumphing of an approaching Karen. I decide not to look round in case she's targeted someone else, but no such luck, as a sharp jab in the shoulder tells me otherwise. Why aren't you paying attention? I've been asking you to help me for five minutes. That's BS. She's literally just arrived. I turn to her and give the best, for F's sake, face I can muster and reply with the old, I don't work here lady. I then give a couple of other faces as I see a manager approaching and realize that the opportunity to do something mean has all but effectively disappeared. Instead, I point to the manager and tell her to speak to him. The manager looks at me and asks, is she bothering you too? That tells me that somebody else, maybe even several other people, has complained about her. I nod. Before the Karen can open her mouth, the manager asks her if she can see what I'm wearing and how my grey shorts and blue t-shirt don't match the black trousers and green polo shirt that the staff wear. To which she replies, of course I can. The manager then asks her, so you are definitely not visually impaired? Blind, says the Karen. Of course I'm not blind. I can see what he's wearing, but I want him fired for not helping me. And and why did you ask if I'm blind anyway? Well, I reckon that if you can't tell that he is a customer and clearly not a member of staff, says the manager, gesturing at me, then either you are blind, stupid, or mad. And you're not blind. The Karen just went beetroot red and stormed off best manager i've met in ages all right then there we go that is the first interaction between op and this karen that is part one now i know what some of you might be thinking this manager shouldn't really have said something as harsh as that and i completely agree with you but also imagine if this karen is going around annoying all customers and they keep complaining to the manager he probably just wants to get her out of the store right so he doesn't really care to being that polite anyway let's get into part two Confuse a Karen. I popped into a local shop yesterday for bread and milk and a few other bits. It's fairly cold, so I'm in my outdoor coat, hat, and gloves and look nothing like the sales staff. I was searching for bread sauce when I hear a throat being cleared noisily nearby and a very brusque, impatient lady's voice saying, Excuse me. I think to myself, it's the dreaded Karen, and I recognize that voice. This one, I'm pretty sure I've met before. I know that saying I don't work here won't work, but this gives me a little idea, a little experiment, if you will. So I turn to her and say, ah, the manager, just the person I wanted to see. She looks at me with a priceless expression of confusion, mouth silently working as she tries to think of a response. And she says, relatively meekly, but I don't work here. I replied to her, don't you? Oh, well, I do apologize. So what do you want? Um, nothing. And she walks away, looking like the walls of her mind had just collapsed. I'm using this one again. 
All right, then no messing about. Let's get straight into part three. Look, OP is already confusing the heck out of this Karen. She has no idea what's going on. Now, this third and final part takes place just three days ago. Karen's memory serves her well. Today, it's just me and the Karen. I'm a Tazda, picking up some milk, sugar, a nice loaf of tiger bread, and a few other things. When I hear the sound of approaching feet and the familiar harumph of the local Karen, I turn to face her. I've met this one at least twice and dealt with her rather well. She raises her hand, index finger extended, and opens her mouth in a way that suggests she's going to tell me what to do and call the manager all in one. When she pauses, having looked me in the eye, her hand is halfway to its intended destination and her mouth is open, paused. I know you, don't I? She asks. I nod. And you don't work here, if my memory serves me correctly. Do you? No, I don't. You're quite correct. The finger is no longer extended. Her hand drops to her side. Her facial expression changes to something more amenable. You wouldn't happen to know where the Chicago town pizzas are, would you? She asks, a little sheepishly. They're in the freezer. I'll show you. Okay, look, I know it's the other end of the store and I wasn't going there, but this feels right. Then she surprised me with her next question, saying, I know I was rude to you last time. Why are you being nice and helpful? I smile and say, you asked nicely. I respect that. Well, I showed her to the freezers and she got the pizza she wanted. Then she said, thank you. It felt nice today. Wholesome. And there we go, guys. Look, I don't want to jump the gun here, but um, I think the OP may have just out Karen to Karen in many ways, confusing her and ultimately training her to not be a Karen anymore, ending in this very wholesome part three. It's exceptional. It really is. What is it they call it? A positive feedback loop, right? If you're very positive for someone multiple times, I guess you need to be when it's a Karen. One time's not going to work. But look, multiple times over the course of three months plus, also confusing her a little bit at the same time and making her realize just how stupid her question is. When you ask her if she's the manager, she knows. Obviously, she's not. Just as you know that you're not an employee. Obviously, you're not even wearing the uniform. It works. She's become more positive, said thank you to you. Very wholesome, very cool. I feel all warm and snuggly now. But look, unfortunately, guys, and honestly, I'm so sorry to say this to you all, but that is not the end of this video. We now have two more stories that involve Karens. I'm sorry. These Karens are just the same as, you know, the majority. They haven't learnt. They're horrible. I don't study here, lady. Professor Karen forces me to attend classes when I don't study there. I am a 36-year-old female working as a marketing manager in a fairly famous company. Owing for COVID, my calendar is normally chock-a-block with meetings all day long. I work with people on both hemispheres of the globe. To provide some context, I am short and friendly and have clung on to the Y2K fashion for longer than one should and tend to get mistaken for someone younger. My friend, a PhD student, had just completed her thesis from a famous school in town and asked me to come with her to collect her stuff from her workspace and room. COVID rules required her to move her things out if she wasn't using the space. We both sauntered into the campus, grabbed a meal and chatted while packing her paperwork up. I had an urgent call with a country team, so I broke off and decided to find a quiet place to take my call. I was just connecting five minutes early when I feel a hand yank me. I still had my headphones on, so I spun around and saw this lady yelling at me. She had the face of a Karen if Karens were melded into smug professors. She looked at me, smiling, with a chin diaper mask. 
with the you're so in trouble young woman grin It took me a while to disconnect the call and I asked her what she needed She started yelling at me saying I was playing hooky and I had a class to be in I looked down at what i'm wearing skirt and salad fingers graphic tee. It didn't help that i'd colored my hair I tried to explain to her that I wasn't a student and I needed to get on a call But she started dragging me into the class. I was supposed to be in my brain just froze because i'm panicking I'm missing an important work call and my friend is nowhere in sight We're outside of class now and i'm trying to call my friend She snatches my phone though the teacher that is and claims she's seen me doing this more often Really prof karen now you have a non-existent history of my misgivings She's convinced she's seen me do this in her class as well as someone else's She called the prof teaching the class out and asked her to take me in These are huge classes. So the one teaching also just assumes that i'm part of her class I'm really questioning my clothing slash life choices at this point I was going to give up and just attend the dang class when my friend comes rushing in I told her what happened quickly But karen is now convinced that we're both horror kids that need to be schooled My friend had left her id in her room, but I remember I was carrying my visiting card Yes, companies still make those and my credit card with me The teaching prof has gone inside, but karen still has her hand firmly clasping my wrist However, she throws away my visiting card and drags the both of us to the dean's office We're waiting and I can see my microsoft teams blowing up with messages while she's still holding onto my phone I wanted to scream but i'm mortified of confrontation and clearly so is my friend The dean calls us in and we explain the situation Karen keeps telling him that I failed her class and she knows me to pull such stunts It's gotten personal. I quickly turn around and ask her what my name is and she says she doesn't remember it But she knows my face. I snatched my phone showed my credit card my office profile Thankfully, we have those with photos and the call i'm being pinged for it slowly dawns on the dean's office What has happened? Gears are slowly turning in prof karen's head. I pick up my things and tell them i'm leaving the campus I leave behind my card and tell them they can debar me if they find me in the system I even leave my personal phone number on the card I'd wanted to see what happened to that horrible lady But a part of me just wanted to run straight out of there My friend then told me how it all played out after that But I had an interesting story to tell my colleagues as to why I didn't show up for a work call This genuinely is quite a tough one because if you're in college if you've been to college or you're in college right now You'll know that you know the classes are massive when I was at uni We had big lecture theaters and there's no way that one, you know Tutor would be able to know every student in their class So if you were to see someone who looked like they could be a student in your class looked young You know were wearing student type clothing and were in a class Maybe you go up to them and confront them and perhaps in this story this karen just actually thought that this person op was another one of her students who genuinely had been bunking and missing classes i reckon that's probably what happened here because normally if you're a tutor you probably wouldn't just go and confront a random student but i guess really it's just a case of mistaken identity i don't completely blame the karen professor to be honest because she was kind of just doing her job it's just unfortunate that you got caught up in it op but um hey yeah good story to tell Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. 
Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Now moving on to our final story of today's episode, how not to recruit a nurse. In nursing school, you have clinical days. The day before clinical, you have to go to the hospital and pick a patient you'll work with the next day. You also have a chance to work as a CNA while in school to gain more experience and make a little money because it's difficult to work full time and go through nursing school. There were two hospitals in my small town. I worked at hospital A in the ICU as a CNA. My clinicals were in the larger hospital, Hospital B. I worked a shift at my hospital and ran over to the other one across town to pick my patients and get my pre-clinical work done. It was about 7.30 when I got there. Most hospital shifts you work are 12 hours, 7 to 7. I knew I was going to be on a med surge floor, so I got on the elevator to ride up and look through my paperwork to find out what unit I'd be at the next day. A lady in a pantsuit with a hospital badge was already in the elevator and gave me a look like I'd peed in her Cheerios. Okay, I just moved to the side and finally found my paper, letting me know what floor and unit I needed to go to. In a really ugly tone, the pantsuit asked me, where are you headed? Staying polite, I'm heading to 3N, I say. She slammed the button and I just said, thank you. As we were riding, she turned to me and started chewing me out. It's not appropriate for you to be coming in 20 minutes after shift change. We've been understaffed all day and those units are slammed right now. I just kind of stared at her for a second and thought, I'm not going to be disturbing the nurses. And if I have to wait on a chart, that's fine. I don't intend on interrupting reports. But I just said, okay. If anything, though, her face got angrier. My floor arrived and she stepped out with me and kept pace with me as I headed to the nurse's station. I went to the side and took a look at the assignment board to see if anyone had a diagnosis I hadn't worked with before. Then I sat down out of the way and waited quietly because the charge nurses were still discussing assignments. When they finished, I asked the charge nurse if there was a patient I should pick. I did this because sometimes there were interesting procedures or I'd get a chance to practice my skills the next day. As I was waiting, pantsuit lady watched me and when she saw me sit down, she immediately snapped her fingers at me and pointed down to the floor, saying, You! Come! Here! The voice was nasty enough that it stopped several people mid-report to find out what was going on. I stood up and approached her and she grabbed my sleeve and pulled me over closer to the charge nurses. Ignoring me and talking directly to them, she proceeded to tell them that I was their aide and she wanted them to make sure I was written up for being late. I realized then that she thought I worked there. I was a lot less confrontational or aggressive then. My, how nursing changes you. But I never really got the chance to say anything as she jerked her hand away from me and wiped it like she just touched poo. She then looked at me with a face I can only describe as sour lemon smugness and walked away. The charge looked at me and said, well, we already have an aide, but we sure could use you. Let me see how. She trailed off as I put out my hand and said, I don't work here. I'm with my school and I'm here to pick out a patient for clinicals tomorrow. Does that lady always treat people like they're dogs? The charge nurse stared at me for a second and then started laughing and said, oh, what a stupid dog. Don't mind her. We all hate her. She then asked, how much longer do you have? I replied that I graduate in six months. 
I also asked if they had any interesting procedures or if they had a patient that a one-to-one student nurse would make easier to handle. She also asked where I planned on working after I graduated. I just looked down the hallway where the pantsuit had gone and just said, well, not here, which made her laugh even more. I had a truly relaxing clinical the next day with a sweet elderly lady with dementia and a minor medical condition. We folded laundry together to keep her busy and to keep her from pulling at her surgical sites. Now, what was really fun about this story is that next semester, when representatives come to try and recruit you to the hospital, I got to reply to a question about why I wasn't interested in their hospital. I got to say that I didn't appreciate the way they treated their staff and then tell my story. There was recognition in their eyes when I described the lady and they shook their heads when I told them about the event. Plus, I knew that my hospital was waiting for me to graduate so I could come to work in the ICU, which was my dream at the time. And it was for a bit more pay than this hospital was offering anyway. Yeah, very simple conclusion for me on this story. Um, Pretty much, if you're the boss of someone or you think you're the boss of someone, don't treat them badly because you never know. If they're young, especially, or, you know, it doesn't matter how old they are, they could end up being your boss one day. And if you've been horrible to them in the past and you've wronged them, then the likelihood is they're not going to be very nice to you in future. And it could really damage your career. Um, So now this woman, the pantsuit lady, has got a very bad reputation because of how she acted to UOP as a trainee. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash I don't work here lady. Before you go, the other day, a couple of weeks ago, I actually released, well, it's on screen right now. I actually released a movie of my very best I don't work here lady stories. If you want to check it out, be my guest. It's right here. It's about what? Almost two hours long. If you haven't checked it yet and you want to binge one video, I don't know, maybe you're playing a game, going to sleep, chilling out at the pool, at the beach with your mother, uh, just click it. Watch it. It's great. See you later. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.